You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Take a pause from your to-do list with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. It's the best bits of the week with Morgan number two. What's up, everybody? Happy weekend. It is best bits time, and I've got my girl Amy joining me. What's Hello. Up? Hi. Happy to be here. Oh, I was yeah. just sending um, Nada a text randomly. So oh, nice. I'm trying to fire that off before um, we started recording, well, but she's doing a TEDx talk. Oh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm, in town. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And there's, it's a women, it's all women. So I was looking at the tickets and trying to figure out who was going to be there or be speaking. And I was like, oh, maybe we should get a ticket and go and like hear all these women speak. Oh yeah. That'd be know. a cool event. TBD. Okay. So that's well, what that was about. Side note. <laughs> well, sidebar. Well, we got a lot to dive into today. So uh, coming in at this number seven spot, Eddie shared a really gross situation when he went to get takeout. He was getting some wings. Basically saw the cook do some really gross things, which have you ever witnessed anything like this? I've not, thankfully. Okay. I, I mean, I feel like you have to kind of look for it to yeah, have this happen. I'm certain it's happened or happening or something similar, but I don't, I just don't want to know about it. I mean, I worked at Buffalo Wild Wings for like five years and I really never saw a lot of gross things happen. Okay. That's so good. I do feel like it's definitely a personal situation based on the person back there. But all the cooks we ever had back there, I never was like, oh my gosh, I never want to. I ate food there all the time. Yeah. And I worked there. So that should tell you something. Okay. That's good to hear. So at least, you know, just maybe wherever Eddie went. Maybe this is very rare. Yeah. Maybe just don't go there for a while. Um, But I I don't want to talk about that. I actually want to talk about something totally like on the other spectrum of this. But have you ever had like a moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm God's favorite. Like maybe recently where you're like, Eddie's clearly not. Yeah. That was clearly (laughs) not a, like I'm God's favorite moment. This is like, oh, okay. Like I got chosen today for something good to happen. Have you had that happen to you recently? Recently I had, um, well, I burnt my neck with a curling iron. That is not the moment we're talking no, about. No, I know, Amy. but what happened? But just was, careful, hide it, because lunchbox. That's will why say it's I'm, a hickey. I'm wearing a turtleneck right now. Mm-hmm. If you haven't noticed, and I, I think when the when it went to when it burned my neck, I the jolt, the reaction ended mm-hmm. up hurting something on the <laughs> other side of my neck. Like I pulled something, so I was not. 
God's favorite yesterday. It's <laughs> not that's that moment. For sure. And, and it was also that's the same day that my credit card got stolen. Um, Amy, this is not the direction oh, we were okay, supposed okay, to go. Okay. You I know, know. Like, well, maybe you tell like your a... positive and I'll try <laughs> to think of um, something. But I am really sad for you that both of those things happen because like previous literal recent experience of getting burned on my neck, it sucks and right. it takes forever to heal. I got Just, this and I'll pull it out. I have no idea. I don't even know this coming. I found something in um, like they sent it to me. And the, the thing is, I was like, when am I going to ever need this burn cream? And I remember I said, thinking, okay, I'm just going to put it in the kitchen, like in our first aid area with medicine and whatnot. And sure enough, after I broke my neck, I was like, oh, wait, there's that burn cream stuff. I don't know. And I put it on and I kid you not, I think it's helping. So I'll say what it is in a second. I'll have to get out of my bag because I'm carrying it around with me because, you know, um, did you read Hunger Games or yeah. watch oh, the yeah. movies? Okay. So you know how in the dome like in the arena yeah and it's like if something happens they would deliver that little cream and they put the it on there parachute and parachute of things the pa yep. yeah and their skin heals up right away i am like well you feel like you have your hunger games is little this parachute? my hunger games cream <laughs> so i'll get it out of my bag in a minute but it has helped so in case you burn your neck again let me know and i'll bring okay. you this cream i was gonna say because i use toothpaste and aquaphora wait what so if you put toothpaste on a burn right after it happens it like takes away the sting Okay. So my sister taught me that because she used to curl my hair. My oldest sister, Melissa, would curl my hair when I was really young. And she'd burn me on the ear sometimes. And she'd immediately put on toothpaste. And it was like it zapped that sting right away. Because you know the sting, sting I'm talking about. It sucks. Oh, yeah. It burns. Yeah, bad. Toothpaste takes that away. And then aquaphor is supposed to help with scarring and stuff. So, Well, yeah. I've done the aquaphor thing. Yeah. But I had no idea about toothpaste. I put it on a blemish. Yeah, I think it has some, it pimple, has like the uh, benzoyl peroxide or whatever in it that mm -hmm. actually helps like uh, essentially I think dry out your skin, which is what takes away the stinging or something. Okay, cool. There, there's science behind it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I just know that I put on toothpaste. So God's favorite moment. I was at the gym working out. It was one of these places where like you kind of all work out individually. And the gym dog, while I was doing core workouts, he just came up and started licking me and loving all over me when he normally just like sits by the front door. And I don't know if he just knew I really needed like dog kisses in that moment to like get through my workout, but I felt chosen. What is a gym like a it's just the resident dog at the gym. So one of the owners of there, like whenever she's in there, her dog's in there with her. So it's the gym dog. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Which makes me like really always want to work out there because I always want to hang out with the gym dog. I feel like that's an easy way to do it. Ben told me, my ex Ben, he went to dog yoga the other day for wags and walks. Oh, yeah. They did this whole where he does yoga. One of the instructors was doing a thing at wags and walks, the actual building where they have all the mm -hmm. dogs and that they did yoga with the dogs and then afterwards got to go play with them and like spend time with the dogs and i was like oh smart i think it was like him and like 20 other girls so like, oh. <laughs> you're like well okay <laughs> i mean the, no i know i have been going to hot yoga idea. and there is more men than i anticipated yeah. in those classes no ben's been going regularly now for two years and he's gotten some of his other buddies to go and i think it's a I yeah. did. Okay. So I did start going to this, this new cl class because I'm on class pass and I'm trying a bunch of different places. And I did walk in one time, like the first time to this new place. And I had kind of a freak out for a moment because I thought I saw Ben and I was like, oh, uh, I'm that awkward. Would be totally fine. I know, but I'm awkward. I'm just awkward. It's not, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with me. I'm awkward. And I would have been like, ah, uh, mm. 
<laughs> but it wasn't. Okay. And I'm, well, really, I'm just more he... glad because I really like the place and I was going to be worried if he frequents there. And then... Oh, no, it's totally fine if you I were know. to run into him. Okay. This is called First Honey, like First, first honey. Aid. Yeah. But the company, I guess it's the company, is First Honey and it's called Burn Salve. Soothing honey gel after sun and minor burns. So, so it helps, uh, like when you get sunburnt too. And then an active ingredient in it is Alan Twain. Twain, I don't know. There's a lot of other ingredients, but this made it that helps because normally when I burn my neck in the past, it's a little bit more intense than this. So I was just gonna, yeah, who knows? I don't know. That's well, maybe, just what this maybe stuff it's is. a good thing for people to have on. Maybe hand. God loved me because they that I, this was sent to me and I. <laughs> decided to keep Amy, it we got it we have to find one positive thing that's happened to you recently because that was a really that was a really exciting moment of my day well what does this make possible about my credit card getting stolen is i decided <laughs> to um instead of just replacing it with the same type of credit card i did an amazon credit card so this gave me the opportunity to finally do that because i keep hearing from people how amazing amazon credit cards are and why is it supposed to be amazing well if you shop on amazon a lot okay. like if you get an amazon prime card and the like the points that you get built up turn into Amazon cash. So you get 5% back okay. at Amazon. You get 5% back if you go to Whole Foods, you, you know, so the money you get back or the quote unquote points, then when you're going to Amazon to check out like your normal stuff, whatever you shop from there, which I mean, I order a lot of things from there for oh, my same. kids, the house, all sorts of stuff. Then it's like, would you like to use your Amazon credit or whatever and my yeah. friend said it's amazing because then it's they play off of each other and then you end up if you have a hundred dollar order or whatever you get to use your points to pay for it and it's like it's free and then I think you're <laughs> that's girl math Amy I know it's girl math for sure <laughs> for sure because definitely not free but that is I it like is girl math. free though hear me out no it is if you have paid off your credit card then you're getting the points for whatever you spent those points are free and then you're ordering stuff you would have ordered anyway, and you're getting it for oh, free. From, it's, it's free from the points. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the points is, but you're still buying things to get those points. Right. But it's stuff I would have bought anyway. I know, but I'm just, so I get it. <laughs> girl math. I get it. You 2% hey, back I at gas girl stations. Math, okay? Like, I like the way we see the world with yeah. girl math. So. I mean, I think if you carry a, a balance and you're paying interest, then that's not going to be the most ideal thing at all. But if you are able to pay it off, and you're getting that money in those points, then it's free. It's kind of like with like a Southwest card and stuff, right? Like it benefits you to have that because you get points for flights and things. So it's acting in a similar way, but for Amazon. Yes. Okay. Well, I hope it, it, it's good for you. I mean, other credit cards have that too. And you yeah. can use like your Chase points to pay for on Amazon as well. If you set that up, which heads up, you can do that. It doesn't have to be an Amazon card. But I just think the benefits from the Amazon card, if you use Amazon a lot, I don't know. My oh, friend was trying to explain the whole thing to me. And I was like, well, I'm not just going to go get an Amazon card. Yeah. But then my card got hacked, stolen, used, whatever. I thought, well, now it's time to get the Amazon card. I haven't <laughs> used it yet, but I have ordered it. Well, let's hope that it just spirals into some more good things. Like yeah, it made possible have, for that and now it's more good things. I'm, I have good things. Like I have <laughs> gratitude often, but I, when it comes to, am I working out and a cute puppy has come and licked me and yeah. made my day? I don't know <laughs> that I have that for you at this moment. No, that's okay. I have a fruit fly issue in my home. Um, did you buy the little light thing I told you about? Yes, I had the and thing you plug in. Yeah, there's some fruit flies in it. They're attracted to the light and then they get stuck and I've 
but there's still sometimes some that are just flying around. Okay. And I'm like, where are you coming from? Although I did see a tip on Instagram that we should be washing our bananas. And or, oh, do you have bananas like laying on the counter? Yeah, but mm. this is a disgusting fact of the day, and it's that <laughs> the eggs of these fruit flies live on banana peels oh. or anything that's at room temperature. So I'm even thinking like other fruits and vegetables that you may have out and avocados. But I think the reason why they're saying wash them, wash them, wash them is because I always wash an apple because yeah. I'm going to eat the skin. I've, I don't think I've ever washed a banana in my life. Do you wash life. avocados though? Well, yes, because I saw a tip years ago about how if you're using a knife to cut open the avocado and you cut right into it and the skin is dirty, Exposed, yeah. then the knife takes it right into the mm-hmm. avocado and then you eat whatever germs are on there. <sighs> so I just have to start washing Wait. everything. But the eggs of fruit flies living on anything in my kitchen is grossing me yeah, out. Yeah, I feel that. But now I also am considering my kitchen and I think I put all my fruits and vegetables in the refrigerator. I do, except for bananas, because sometimes I buy them or avocados if they need to continue to ripen, because if I put them in the fridge, they take longer. That's true. So I think I just immediately (laughs) stick everything in the fridge because I think if it's out, it's not supposed to be out. But I know that's not true because people have those little like, yeah, Yeah. and they leave like potatoes and stuff out. But if you leave potatoes out, they start growing mini potatoes really quickly. Did you know that? Have you ever watched I potatoes? Thought, I they have yeah, the little but stems that start coming out of them. I don't, I don't ever put potatoes in the fridge. I always keep those in my pantry. Yeah, nope. I so I put them in the pantry, and I think it keeps them like fresher longer to have them in the fridge because I would put them in the pantry, and then they'd grow the little mini potatoes, which I think is like their form of mold. Hmm. So how long are you having them in there? I don't know. I feel like I, I have all of them in there. It just stays in there. <laughs> if it smells bad, then I'm like, okay, it's time to go. Yeah. Or if it has mold, obviously, like if it starts to grow even a little bit, like I get really creeped out. I can't just be like, oh, no, that little piece. No, I, like everything gets thrown out. Oh, but. speaking of Amazon, this just made me think of this <laughs> just now and like things at our house and listeners and how awesome they are. I talked on the show or I mentioned on the show about because Ben got our living room TV and I was waiting because I wanted to get one of the frame TVs, mm-hmm. the Samsung, the frame and I wanted to wait till Black Friday when it was on sale, which I'm sure Black Friday, Cyber Monday coming up, there'll be a great deal. But there was Amazon Prime Day and I didn't know that the TV was going to be on sale. But listeners were sending me links and they're like, hey, g- get this now. And I'm thinking, yeah, I could pay for the my new TV <laughs> that I got on Amazon with my Amazon card. And then it'd be a big purchase on yeah, that, right? But I've been planning for it. So like I knew I've been waiting to get the right TV. It's been months that we haven't had one months and months which is fine but i am thinking about how many points that would be buying a tv Wait, on so the amazon card it? yeah i got it i got Heck it yeah. it's amazing okay. it's amazing and i got it it's a good deal but i didn't know that it didn't come with like if you want like a, a beige frame that goes around the outside you don't yeah. get to pick like it just comes with a standard black. So if you want it to have a different type of frame that'll pop a little bit more, like I want the beige, you have to order that separately. So I haven't ordered that yet, but no. maybe when I do, I'll have Amazon points and it'll be free. So, <laughs> you might. Yeah. Okay. But okay. I okay, will shout out listeners. I'm, yeah. I'm very thankful they gave me a, a heads up because I feel like that's 
always nice looking out looking out <laughs> okay okay good well that hey there's yes. your god's favorite God, yeah. we found it we, we found it talk long enough to find it our listeners i yeah. like it okay so i also shared this this week coming in at number six was the uber situation <laughs> that i had which was crazy and wild and i swear like uber just hates me at this point yeah but that wasn't uber they didn't the uber didn't do anything okay, wrong this, to you this actually. is the thing that i didn't add into <laughs> this is like the the cons like the the coincidence of everything that happened was I had a car that was the same car that pulled up, looked like the same driver, same car. Everything was the same. Like the, the coincidence of that happening is not very high. Like, you know what I mean? Like the odds of uh, the same car showing up that I'm looking for right at the right time. It's saying that they were showing up like it. Right. It, it just I, felt very off on I, top. I of, get that. Yes. Me not. I should have just checked the, the license plate, but I was on Broadway and. People it can is, run you over. It's chaotic. Yeah. And so I wasn't, and I just assumed somebody's not going to sit there and lie. But um, yeah, Cra- yes, I take ownership of my part in it, but it was also wild. Just crazy that that was happening. So um, I'm basically don't want to be an Uber anytime for a while. <laughs> oh, um, I, know, I've so. had my, I've had good experiences, but you have to kind of learn how to feel safe with no matter what app you're using. And we learned from yours, we don't say our own name. Yeah. We can let them say the name. Mm-hmm. And I think I just get nervous. And I'm just like, okay, car, I need to go home. Like, yeah, don't I think about it. it. I think Broadway definitely probably added some stress. <sighs> yes, it always yeah. does. Which is also why I don't go out much anymore, too. Like, I just a lot of factors <laughs> reminded me of why I don't do this anymore. But, you know, speaking of, like, lives and what's happening, do you have... So, I, for the last kind of month of my life, things have been wild, crazy. I've been traveling a lot and... I also like uh, had some family stuff go on. And so I've just been like so tired that I'm pretty sure I've turned into lunchbox where I've taken a nap every single day. My body is like, okay, girl, you're done. And so I have named nicknamed myself the season of my life, whether it's a month, a few months or whatever. I'm a permanently exhausted potato. Oh, that is my nickname for my life right now. Well, I mean, I think with what you have going on, it makes sense. Like you're listening to your body. And it, mm-hmm. uh, to me, it would make sense that you would need a nap. Not even just because even if you weren't <laughs> traveling, like yeah. you just need to rest and take that time for yourself. And I think it's good when you can recognize the different seasons. I, yes. And this is definitely a very like it It kind of switches back and forth. I'm like, OK, I'm really tired. But am I also feeling some sadness, depression? What's going on? It's teetering that line. Right. But so I just, to make it feel, you know, like how we do girl math, I just nicknamed it. So it doesn't feel as scary. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, why you're it's totally fine. You're just a potato. Permanently exhausted potato. Oh yeah. Yeah. Perm P E P. You're a pep. So that is what's happening in my life. So if you had to give a nickname for the season of your life to kind of put a little pretty bow on it, mm-hmm. what do you feel like the nickname might be? I didn't give you any heads up to do this. Not so at all. Okay if you don't have and one. I don't know that I have a cute name like permanently <laughs> exhausted potato. Um, but I would say um, I'm content as a cucumber. Oh, I like that. <laughs> like I feel calm and, you know, cucumbers are calming and cooling and soothing. And yeah, I cool, calm, collected. Yeah, cool, calm, collected. Yeah. Even when things are happening, like burning my neck or hurting my neck or and that's you know silly stupid stuff but you know just your credit card's good stolen it's like okay I'm just rolling with things or if stuff comes up with the kids I'm like okay 
inhale, exhale. Okay, what are we going to do about this? And I just show up in a more calm vibe. So there I am, calm. Um, uh, what did I what did I say? What was my c word originally? Well, I know cool cool cucumber. No, I know it was Collected a cucumber. cucumber. No. no, 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 no. Wait, how does what this happen? This is where just my my brain it, brains are fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell you, you know, uh, my friend was talking about the eggs you know, that you put confetti inside with the tissue paper, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know what yes. those are called? Mm-hmm. No, do you know I what do they're not. Called? Cascarones. I would have but like, that right. I haven't thought of that since maybe seventh grade, but somewhere in the back of my head, she was telling me about them and she had never seen them before. And I'm like, oh, you're talking about Cascarones. And then she's like, what? How did you know that? So growing up in Texas, maybe that's why I was exposed to them. Not quite sure, but we would have them at school and different things. But I mean, I haven't thought of that in so long and it mm-hmm. came out of nowhere. Or I could tell you what I wore to some random thing, you know, December 19th, 2002. It, it, am I, but, but I can't remember what I just said three minutes ago. You content. Know, Did can, I say content? No. I don't think so. I don't think, no. I, I, if you huh? say it, I will, I will, he, I will recognize it. We will get the Listeners but are probably like, oh here, my gosh. No, here's my theory on why I think we do that is because I don't sometimes... We have so many memories, right? But I do think we have special memories that get tied to things and we keep them in the back and that's why they're more important and why you can remember and like recollect them a lot quicker. So there must be certain ties to these, what I'm going to call scrambled egg confetti because I like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could say the other word. Or like, you know, the one day you wore the very specific outfit. I think there's special memories tied to it that you might not even remember the memory but like you have a special memory tied to that. And that's why you can recollect that a lot easier than something else. Mm-hmm. I feel I, that's my theory on kind of the brain and why it does that. Well, I'm looking up words that start with a <laughs> so C that it. are like, um, okay, captivated, well, we have, captivating. We will have a little carefree, break and I might be able to go back and listen. Caretaker, cashback, casual, catalyst. I thought Ooh, it was collected. So, Mm, cool, calm, collected. What's another word I for would, cool? Because no, I, I said it originally. I didn't say um, <laughs> collected as a cucumber. I And it wasn't, I added calm and cool <laughs> after. Content. C- 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 calm? Uh, maybe it might have been calm cucumber. Cerebral. No. Calm came after. Still after? I feel like it was, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. People are going <laughs> to be annoyed okay. by that because they know what it was it. and they're probably yelling it back <laughs> this is how we're we're gonna do this we're gonna we'll do all of this the this part one of best bits and then on q a when we go to do that we'll remember we'll start off with that. chipper <laughs> but for now we have to let it go okay okay okay. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back and talk some kind of dating stuff we'll see All right, so Abby this week shared some relationship news. For a while, she was very private about everything going on and decided she wanted to share. So that is what's coming in right here in this spot. But I wanted to kind of talk dating a little bit um, mm-hmm. to, to single gals. Does that hey. feel weird for me to say? No. <laughs> it feels weird for me to say because I've never like my whole time I've known you, you've never been single, you know, oh, yeah, up until know. this year. Yeah, it's been a long time. Well, this, yeah. you know, like that time frame. So... Um, we are going to talk about some dating stuff. So I want to know, well, the listeners really want to know, have you started dating yet? No. <laughs> okay. Have you, are you even like curious at all? Or are you just like, 
I kind of feeling so, when the timing's I mean, right. Yeah, I think I'm just, we're still, for me, in a time or a season of just adjusting and getting things down. And I, uh, you know, I don't know what we said earlier. I was cool, calm, collected, content. <laughs> You're a cucumber. And, and I am <laughs> as a cucumber. But at the same time, the transitions, I don't know if anybody else experiences this as a a co-parent but for me the transitions I have an emotional reaction both ways each time when they when the the kids arrive like something happens I feel it inside of me and then when they leave like that first day or two some I'm processing and something's happening to me and you know it I think I'm just going to need to get through this adjustment. I, maybe through the end of the year, maybe we look ahead to 2024 and see. Because I just, I feel like we got Halloween coming up, then we've got Thanksgiving, then we've got Christmas. And honestly, maybe it's not also not happening because I'm not opening up to that. I, it's not, I'm not on any apps. I'm not telling my friends. Don't go down any apps. Hey, well, but my friend Kat met her fiance on um, Hinge. I know. I'm just telling you, it's really bad. Jackie and Toddy just celebrated their one year anniversary and they met on Bumble. Okay, but they've been together for a long time. Yes, long time. Yeah. But but Kat and Patrick, I mean, she had some really bad, bad dates. Even her first date with her fiance didn't go that well, but she, it wasn't terrible. So she decided to go again and she realized, okay, there was some nerves involved and so she gave it another Listen, shot and now they're getting married. All I'm saying is I'm pretty sure that Mercury is in retrograde permanently on the dating app. Oh, permanently? It's really bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> so see, we'll, we'll figure something else out for you. I think I have to be open to it and things will start yeah. happening. But I feel like, you know, there's a block of some sort because it's also not, I'm just, there's not even really opportunities. And I think that's because I'm, I don't know. Or maybe it's just, that's just how it is. I have no, no idea. I think you're right. I think there comes a time and you will feel it when you're like, okay, I, I want to at least explore a date and going on a date for the first time in a long time is really hard. Yeah. Like, so I know, I'm trying to process just having my kids come in and out. <laughs> and you know, that's, that's my priority is still, even though I feel like I'm in a really good place, I don't want to mess with that by mm-hmm. um, getting, and actually here's a, a real conversation that came up with my therapist, um, my last session. And it was that the last time I dated, I was in my early twenties and my mindset at the time. And I don't know if it's just because of how I grew up, where I grew up, you know, in the South and just, I wanted to get married and that's every single person that I dated. I mean, even in high school, but you don't, your brain is, yeah, you think you're going to marry them regardless. Them, right, but you're like, yeah. oh my gosh, we're going to get married. Um, even though you're not <laughs> Drawing totally your name thinking with about hearts that. in the last name. But in college and post-college, like it's you're thinking, can I marry this person? And will I marry this person? And you keep dating them based on that. And the boyfriend that I had before, well, two of my, two, I had two people in college that I dated and cared deeply about. And I thought I was going to marry both of them at one point in time, you know? And then once the second relationship ended, the next one I got into, it was like, am I going to marry this person? Mm -hmm. And so back to my conversation with my therapist, it was like, I'm in a different 
frame of mind now. It, just because I go out with someone, I'm not looking for marriage. And the last time I dated, that was that was all that was on the radar because everybody in their young 20s was getting married. Well, now I'm in my 40s. I have been married. And somehow I need to make sure that my brain is not going to, it's going to be able to be in the present moment and just see what things are like and enjoy the moment and figure out what that even looks like. Because the only dating brain I know is, well, can I marry this person? And it's like, does it have to be about that? Or am I able to maybe go out with somebody and just start to learn what do I like? What do I not like? Because mm -hmm. I don't even really know. Yeah, you're right. I imagine Does that makes sense. No, it 100% makes sense. And I think that the person that you thought you wanted is going to change because especially for you now, having been married and been through something, you already dated what you thought was the well, type he that was, you wanted. And we were good. I mean, we yeah. were together 17 years and people evolve and change and there was things. So, I mean, so, but because you've evolved and changed, it means you're going to be looking for something different. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you know what that different is yet. Yes, that's exactly it. Which but is I, why you're yeah. trying to focus on the fun side of dating and like, okay, let me just go on a date. What does that even feel like? What does that look like? And be on the date and be in that moment and yeah. not be like, well, where is this Where is this going? And what is the potential here? And are we going to get married? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's what I just want to make sure that I don't do. Because again, I never... I never did that in college well, and, and in my 20s. have a lot of experience too of like uh, dating again. It's you're going to be grieving a loss at the same time of experiencing something new, even if you've already moved through it as much as you can, right? I realized when I got out of like my, this was not something somebody ever prepared me for. And I do think it's similar in a lot of life scenarios. When I got out of my abusive relationship and went into my first healthy one after, nobody prepared me for not being prepared for a healthy relationship. You know, like I had just experienced the most horrible thing that could happen. And now I'm in this really healthy thing and I, and I don't know how to act because I'm not used to that. I don't know what nice looks like or I don't know what this particular relationship looks like. And so what you know from the last 15 or so years was this marriage. Now you're like, okay, what do I look like on my own? And mm -hmm. what does me dating look like on my own? And do I want similar? Do I want different? Do, there's so many things that you personally go through during that just initial experience after something happens that I don't think anybody ever realizes, you know? Yeah, I think I want to show up in whatever my next relationship is as a healthy version of myself, the healthiest as I can be and a healthy partner. And I think there were uh, times throughout our marriage where you know, we Ben and I both played that role, and we 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 were not, um, and that's that's for both of us. And so um, I know what you're talking about. I, I've seen like memes on Instagram about how like, wait, what? What is happening? Yeah. Like, I don't even know how to be it's like a culture in this shock. healthy relationship yeah. because you're you have all these defense mechanisms and you have different ways that you react and respond. But ultimately, you're an individual that is responsible mm -hmm. for how you're behaving. And um, yeah, sometimes when you're treated in a different way that you're not used to, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't know what to do with it. But yeah. Um, and that's not, and that's not to say like your divorce is that, right? No, like, no, no. I know just, you're not. I just think different life situations. Different. I think yeah. when you go through something that you never anticipated to then put yourself in like another new thing that you never anticipated, your body goes through a shock that it's like, I don't know what you're doing to me and I don't know how to feel about it. 
Well, and but I'm, so I was speaking, you don't have to feel bad about clarifying the bin <laughs> thing because I know you were talking about your abusive yeah. relationship and that was not our story. But I wasn't, I didn't show up as a healthy version. Now I do think I would know how to show up in a more healthy way. I mean, Ben and I did a year of, you know, very intense marriage counseling. And um, I think I learned a lot from that and wish I had known some of it sooner. Yeah. But I do think I'll take a lot of things, even that I've learned this year while being mostly single, um, as I continue to work on things into my next relationship. So some of that might feel weird, you know, me responding in a way of like, oh, but I think when we do respond in a healthy way, especially if it's new to us, um, we should con- like congratulate yeah. ourselves, like make sure you pat yourself on the back and reward your brain and be like, oh, you just responded in such a healthy way. Good job. Mm-hmm. So that way you can continue to try to repeat that as much as possible because it's you're having to rewire. You are. And it's a, it's a healing journey all on its own, separate from the situation that happened. Mm-hmm. They're very different, but you can never experience that until you start again. And so that's why I say this first date that you're going to go <laughs> we'll on see. is going to be like a, when I start again. oh, wow, there's a lot of things. You know what I mean? You're, there's a lot of things you will experience, good and bad. Yeah. So I, I totally get it. And there was a, a question I didn't really want to ask you because I don't feel like you're going to have that answer for a while. But somebody wanted to know if you felt like you may ever get married again. And I don't think you need to answer that if you don't yeah, want I don't to. Know. I mean, I do. If I, yeah, I would, I would think yes. I think Ben and I both would. We've talked about that. Um, would, will. I just, I don't know. Part of me has to know that if that doesn't happen, that will be okay too. Yeah. My mom never even dated. Isn't that crazy? So it may not be crazy if you don't know her story, but I mean, my dad and my mom split up when I was nine. So it was like 1990, 1990, 1990, 1991 or so. And, um, she, my dad immediately was, he was already in another relationship. That's why it happened. But, um, someone called that an affair, (laughs) which we, we are calling it that, but he moved on quickly as he often did. That's his, that was his pattern. Um, in every marriage he had. And my mom just didn't date at all. She, I think maybe she went to one University of Texas football game with her BFF and her husband, and they brought another guy with. <laughs> and that is like the one date-ish my mom went on in, you know, she passed away in 2014. So wow. that's a long time to never go out. And I, I, that's one thing I wish I could go back and ask her is why, if you could have <laughs> maybe put yourself out there more or dated or been open mm-hmm. to it, would you have changed that? So you could share your life with someone. I have no idea. Maybe she would say, absolutely not. Like I was content and, um, sure. Time, certain things were lonely, but I was fulfilled in other ways. And she might say that, or she might say, yeah, I, I regret not taking the time. Because I think for so many of those years, she was actually waiting for my dad to come back. Mm. And that's probably the real question is, would you would have spent all those years just waiting for yeah. dad to change and come back? And, um, you know, I don't, I don't know that I want to s- sit on the sidelines like waiting. And not that I'm waiting for um, Ben, that, that our situation was very different, but it's like, is part of me scared? Yeah. Like, do I have fear? And that's why I'm not 
in the dating mix yet or um it's just part of me think oh what if I'm like my mom and I am very much like her in that I can go I can spend a lot of time alone and I'm totally okay I can go you're very days content. back yes. to your cucumber you're very content I like to be around people but I also don't mind totally being alone was content my c word I don't, I don't know <laughs> Content is a cucumber. Point, I've given up. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like we're going on and on, and this is not therapy. No, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to, you know, I guess answer it honestly. I, I do think I would get married again, um, but there might be some underlying issues of like that. I wonder if I'll be like my mom. Mm. Well, I, I think you just aren't going to know anything until you're in those scenarios. True. And until you find out what's out there and if there's anything worth marrying again, that's also another question, right? Yeah. Like, I have to meet somebody first. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's why I also didn't really want to ask the question, but a listener posed it. So I was at least going to put it for you to decide. Okay. I think I have my <laughs> official answer based on what we've been talking about. And it would be, I don't know. I just know that when I do start dating, I'm going to be in the moment and not thinking about marriage. I like it. Boom. I like it. Sorry, hey, I did not give cool that concise as a cucumber <laughs> answer originally. You didn't need it. I, I th- think that was a really great therapy yeah. session for us. Well, at it's this good. point, listeners know I can be a little wordy. <laughs> no, it's hey, this is what this is like also basically therapy after the show. So it's great. We do, uh, we did get a question too asked if we share dating stories with each other, which I, I don't really share anything. Obviously, Amy's not dating yet, but I don't really share anything until it hits the show. And then at that point, sometimes we'll talk about things unless it's big enough. Like Amy's known about my breakups and uh, some things that have happened before I ever talked about them on air. Mm, yeah. but, but everything else I typically leave so she can have a like organic reaction like everybody else does. Like all my crazy dating stories. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Those things are, are I keep them for everyone to react normally. Mm-hmm. But the serious stuff, yes, Amy's. And we've been pretty looped in on each other. Oh, yeah. Before it ever hits the air. Yeah. At least the serious stuff. Well, and I think that that's important, too, is because yeah. like we need. Well, just in this type of job where so much is being shared or we're all working so closely together in the same room, it's like you want to know kind of how to best support someone in those moments that were off the air or if something comes up on air how can we step in and be like no speak up and try to detour (laughs) yes yes like very much with Abby like I'm surprised she brought it up because I mean I've known about this stuff going I've known about her boyfriend I've had stories about him I also knew when they broke up yeah but like you just you especially for us girls there's only a few of us and I like to make sure that we're there for each other in and outside of the studio in the studio and outside the studio mm-hmm. um, because there it's, it's hard and we're going through things that those guys in there are going to be like, what, what the crap are they even talking about? You know, sometimes they're going to look at us like we have three heads because we're talking about something from a woman's perspective and they're like, what, what is going on? It's much more emotional. It's much more of an experience and we really get to our feelings. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not, better than this at all <laughs> because but I was just gonna say you know to the guys a lot of things especially lunchbox and probably Eddie like everything is show prep <laughs> yeah um but I mean hey that's what I, I, I we've hey, done it too we've done it too so um but you just kind of have to be yeah careful yeah. Yes. Times. So that's why, that's why we will talk about things outside. But no, as far as like the crazy dating stories I have I do save those so every even Amy can have like an organic reaction to what happened? Because mm-hmm. those are I'm not, I don't need console on those. <laughs> They're just funny to share, right? 
Um, and then will we date anybody in the industry, like an artist? I have, I don't know, not one that I currently know. Or there is there a new up and coming? <laughs> <laughs> is there a new one? I, I don't. I feel like most of them are in relationships. I mean, my my rule but, has always been I won't date a new artist because I don't feel like it's genuine. Well, I meant new but mature. <laughs> no, but I mean not but even new, like young. Maybe they're n- like, okay because maybe new, new career. Because, um, <laughs> the success that comes with it comes with the sometimes behavior that is I am amazing and I'm that's gonna one yes hook up with all the girls that's definitely yeah. one but also another one is like we are also very interconnected into the music industry and it's really hard to believe that somebody would date me just to date me when they're an artist you know what I mean like I have friends I have connections I'm on a bi- big show that a lot of people especially in country music want to be on so how do I know that it's genuine and mm-hmm. it's real versus a business exchange you know what i mean gotcha so i have steered clear of dating new and upcoming artists though artists that are established no i'm not against that it's just never i've also never put myself in that position because it kind of makes me feel a little unprofessional in a way like yeah, i don't want to make I honestly awkward. can't even think of one that's single there's a few okay we can, we can probably, talk about that off. I probably haven't thought about that because I'm older. Well, it, it's not even younger. that. Huh? I think you've not even thought that way because you have been married. Like oh, you would okay. have a reason to yeah. think that way. You wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, are they single? You know what I mean? Like when you've been single, you're like, okay, like they're cute. What's their story? You know what I mean? You haven't had a reason to do that. Okay. And you cl- and just like we talked about, like you weren't in the mind space if they come in to be like, oh, are they single? You're not thinking that way yet. Mm-mm. You will get there. Okay, it's just we'll not there see. yet. We'll see. <laughs> But, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So um, not against it with established, but definitely up and coming is a little hard. Okay. So, and I'll, I'll also, uh, I'm just not there yet, but then also I you. think, and I, you're in a different, I mean, with, yeah, I'm not saying this about you. I'm saying it about me, but sometimes I'm like, if I were to think of any of them, I don't know. I'm just like, they meet all of these people and have access to all kinds of, and they're normally they're with these, you know. Models, supermodels, yep. and so it's like That's okay. Another what? reason why I've never pursued anything. <laughs> <laughs> you hit, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, right. I mean, I wasn't gonna like put it out there, but yeah, it's true. I mean, all of them date like really beautiful, and they're around a lot of people. And some that you don't. I guess these are some that I'm thinking of that maybe the relationships weren't even public, mm-hmm. but like backstage, you or at events, like you know, or like album releases if we're hosting and it's like really intimate. So then back in the green room, it's like their family. And then this beautiful model person, you're like, who's that? And they're like, oh, that's who they're dating. They've been dating for like a year. And yep. oh, okay. Wow. She's so pretty. I know it, it is crazy. Like, yeah. so I, so when I say a few of them, there's one in particular, obviously we just talked about him. We just had him on. It was Dustin Lynch who is single. Oh, yeah. But that's the only one that comes to mind, like, right now. Mm-hmm. How old is he? Late I'll 30s? Google. I'll Google. I'll Google for you, Morgan. <laughs> I think late 30s. But, yeah, that's the only one that I can recall, like, right now in this moment. Um, He's 38. Yeah, hmm. late 30s. I thought he was younger than that. Okay. I mean, he does. He does look younger. Yeah. Might be the cowboy hat situation. I don't know. But, yeah, so those are our, Good our artist scenarios. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a quick break before uh, Amy and I dive into any more crazy things and get in trouble somehow. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., 
That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. We did a little show and tell on the show this week. Everybody brought a celebrity, not in, just as their homework and shared some fun facts about him, which was really fun. So that's what's coming in this next segment. Um, but so uh, we have a whole question segment that's coming and that's in part three. But I'm pulling some of these questions from listeners because there was just so many that I'm like, OK, we got to break this up somehow. So these are some of the ones that they wanted to know that didn't make the listener Q&A they're making this okay. segment. So quirky habits we have that would surprise listeners. I know. <sighs> We're putting ourselves one? on front street. Um, I really hate taking showers. Like, not that I won't. I oh, just I really them. hate taking showers okay. because I hate getting ready. It's not the shower itself I hate. I hate the process of getting ready and, like, having to blow dry my hair and curl it and put on makeup and do well, the whole washing thing. washing hair, is a, that's not <laughs> taking a, a shower. That's a different... No, yeah, I'm not talking body animal. shower. I'm talking, like, full-blown shower. Okay. Those I, I'm not a fan of. I still shower. <laughs> I'm not well, going to put that out there. But. Hair washing day is now... I, do, I wash my hair once a week now. Once a week? Mm-hmm. I used Dang. to, well, when I did hot yoga, that was not an option. But now that I don't, I can go seven, eight, nine. Recently have gone 10 days. So sometimes it's a week, week and a half. But I am with you on that. I it think was during it was COVID like a week that I did, but 
Well, when I stopped hot yoga and then I, um, or now I'll still do hot yoga, but sometimes I'll just go strategically on hair washing day. <laughs> That's fair. And so it's like your once uh, a week thing that I'm you like, do. okay. Yeah. Or my once uh, twice a month or something. Uh, and I, it was during COVID that I really was able to train it. And people have heard me say that before. And they're like, how did you train it? And I think you just have to keep, cause the oil is what becomes a problem, but then also the way your scalp responds and then it gets like flaky and whatnot. I just had to power through some of those moments and just continue to go longer and longer and longer without washing my hair. And that is what I did to train it. It was nothing more than just continuing to take more time. And it used to be that I would get to like day five and be like, I have to wash my hair. I can't, but I would power through and make it to day six. And then I would just sort of continue on that for a little bit. And then I'd be like, okay, I'm going to push and make it to day seven. And then now my hair, I, something about the the oil and the flakes and how my scalp responds, it it's so much better. And I don't even use as much dry shampoo as I used to. I really only have to use dry shampoo if I'm trying to hold on to day eight or day nine. Dang. So you're not even using that on like the beginning no. days. In these no, I'm on, no. In the seven days, I don't use any, nothing's on my scalp. And there's, That's see, there's crazy. no oil the and it's not too flaky i mean you need to pay attention you need to look in the mirror and look close <laughs> Make sure and be like watching. okay how are things going but i just had to build up my i guess tolerance okay so that is how just to answer that because i know people have asked before what does training your hair mean and it's just like just keep pushing through one <laughs> day keep longer going. keep pushing through one I day like longer it. and then eventually your scalp will catch up with you but I also like everybody's hair, scalp is different so. that's true i do feel like my hair curls is curly and more textured too when I don't wash it all the time and I really don't like I, I yeah, it's healthier I'm already with you I'm not I don't think I've hit a week yet I've gotten close to it but I think it's like every three days I tend to wash it but that's mostly because of working out yeah I was gonna say you work out more than I do <laughs> and it's, it's more because I'm doing like hot yoga yeah, I definitely yeah, yeah. have to wash it on those days boxing or if I'm yeah like any of my intense cardio I will but if I do my weight training and stuff it's body wash days and I and I can keep it pretty well but I am with you on that. I think that's the only quirky thing, though. It's like, I think, and I don't like, I also don't like drinking water. Like, I have to force myself to drink water. So I, it's a I thing am. with water. <laughs> Something's happened. I used to really like it, and I was really good at it. And the past few months, I have not been great at drinking water. Um, I got one of those lymphatic massages like you did, and yeah. she was feeling my skin. And she, just from touching my skin and like all over my body. She's like, you're not drinking enough water. I'm like, what? How can you tell? By She's like, I can tell in your skin. And she's like, eventually this is going to catch up to you. Your skin mm -hmm. needs to be hydrated. Everything, your cells, your whole body. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm -hmm. true. But it's it's so hard I know that. to remind myself of that. Like I, when you're I so know. busy all the time, I think that's part of it too. Is I, I just forget. I just I carry. I have a water bottle with me. I'm oh, I do too. Not, but so, like it sits there. It right, just sits but you're there not, not doing anything. We're not too busy to take sips of water, Morgan. Oh, but we can look, do that. <laughs> for some reason, my mind thinks so. Okay, like there's something that <laughs> I happens have it here. with this stupid thing that mm -hmm. sits here, and it'll sit full some mornings. And I'm like, dang, I really should have had like one drink of water at some point. Yeah. Um, so what something is with water. My quirky thing. I mean, my pet peeves is i don't like wire hangers at all that's fair i like stuff wire from the dry cleaners annoying. i have to get rid of those right away i don't even know why we still have wire hangers <laughs> well i think because they're like because some people just if they collect it from dry cleaning or different things it's like oh i don't have to go buy any hangers so i have this i've already spent the money on that that's um, true 
Let me think. I don't like ang- uh, road rage people, angry drivers. I was, um, I was actually trying to be nice and let someone go first yesterday. I didn't know that someone was crossing the street behind me. So the person was like, I can't go anyway because there's a human in the road. But <laughs> I don't know that. And I'm like, no, no, you go. And she's like, no, you go. I'm like, no, it's fine. You go. And I kind of pull over to let her go. But she can't go because of the people. And she just gives me this death stare and basically mouths multiple cuss words. Oh, my goodness. And like, I'm some idiot that and I'm thinking, wow, that just I don't know. I don't get that at all. And I drove. I just I was I was like, okay, fine, I'll go. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'll let that slide. But I just really thought about it later. And I'm like, "Mm, why are people like that? Because I was (laughs) trying to do something Nice. And when people yell or flip people off when you're driving. There's definitely a lack of patience happening for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have become a more patient person and maybe that's it. I've never really had road rage, but I think that, yeah, I know that I've had to work hard to be patient in certain areas of my life. And I guess I'm I'm proud of the work. I can't, I guess I can't get mad at somebody else if they're not patient yet. I just hope that they get there. But it is a pet peeve of mine. We'll no, just go fair. with like road rage yeah. in general. Just being rude to drivers and you have no idea the cir- what's happening. Yeah. Or their circumstance. It's no, just it's not fair. My thing. It's very it's it's a lack of impatience is definitely what's happening within them because they just don't have the patience to deal with the scenario or deal with whatever's going on in their life too. It's it's coming out in the source of patience. Yeah. I've I also noticed. eat pizza with a fork and a knife. That's quirky. Okay, the fork part wasn't weird, and then you added in the knife, and that is quirky. Well, but it's easier to cut. <laughs> I, I hear you, but it's still quirky. Okay. It was already quirky with the fork, but then you added the knife, and now it's like you're having a whole delicacy <laughs> pizza. Yeah. It's just easier. To, it depends. If the crust is easy to work through, then it's fine. But but you also cut the crust also? The crust. The whole, the whole crust at the like, bottom, not just the... You don't just do that with the, like, the pizza part, and then you eat the crust with your hand? No, I cut the... Oh, I boy. cut the whole thing and I take a bite of the the cheese, the meat, the or the vegetable or whatever I have on there and the crust. It's all in one bite. You create a pizza sandwich. Yeah, I get, oh, I don't fold it over. No, but it's like a little pizza. Like, you know, when you have crackers and stuff and you kind of put like the meat and the cheese, like you're making yeah, it's a little like a lunchable. bite size. It's like you're mm-hmm. creating like a little pizza sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I make pizza, pizza toast sometimes. I just oh, make the I've toast heard, and I put... That's like pizza bagels. Um, yeah, the spaghetti sauce on top and then i'll just sprinkle parmesan it's like mm-hmm. a real quick do you like broil it so it's baked i guess i dropped it in the air fryer okay so mm-hmm. kind of like that yeah dang it's yeah good. that's like pizza bagels that's what they're i had pizza pizza bagels in college because einstein bros was in our big library at college and i'd always get pizza bagels really late at night oh i used I to studying. eat bagel bites it was like that it was just like a big version <laughs> a whole bagel <laughs> i loved I, it um were you saying the best bagel place in Nashville the other day that people oh, need yeah, to go yeah. to? Yeah, proper bagel. Oh, that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why did you go somewhere? No, you- I just um, my friend loves bagels and she has something coming up, and I was like, oh, I should go pick her up some bagels oh, at yeah. the best bagel place, and I couldn't remember what you said. Proper bagel. And I, people have listeners have gone there and they're like, oh my gosh, you're right, it's so good, so good. Not only that, but they also have like cream cheeses that are like red velvet and birthday cake. Like they don't just have savory bagels and. Cream cheeses, they also have sweet ones, too. So it's just a mix of a whole lot of good stuff. Um, yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. Because you got things. me excited about bagels. 
I love food. That's a quirky thing of me. Like, I really love food. I could go on. Like, so the other day, somebody started talking about cheese. I started, like, listing all the cheeses, and I knew a lot about cheese. <laughs> I'm very quirky with the way that I talk about food and how I like and eat food. I like salty, sweet concoctions, like any of the, like a quirky thing mm-hmm. that I have this, uh, cinnamon rolls with sausage gravy on top. Or... Have you ever had cinnamon rolls and chili? No, but I, that sounds good to me. That's, I would a, do that. that's a Kansas thing. We used to get served at, at school, like our school lunch. It was cinnamon rolls and chili day. Okay. Well, so you would love it. Similar ish. Or there's that meatball recipe where you just throw them in the crock pot. You could probably Google it. But if you'll, you're hosting, I mean, you could even have it at, Thanksgiving or Christmas, if you're a lot of people at your house, is just like a like an appetizer mm-hmm. or something to have out or something extra to throw on the plate. Or if you're hosting football games, watch parties, what a tailgate, you just get a crock pot and you buy frozen meatballs and you put them in and you do a can of like Heinz chili sauce or something. It's not ketchup, but it's not. Mm. Again, y'all should just Google this. And then a <laughs> jar of grape jelly and you just put that in there and let it all cook together and it's like this salty, sweet goodness in a meatball. And you just oh. get out some toothpicks and put them out and people just broop, go get their little meatball with toothpick. And, and they it's... have to try that with fake meatballs. Yeah. Because that does sound like something I, I don't like. know if what it will be like with the fake meatball, <laughs> yeah. but let me know. No, but it does sound good. Like I it like the good. two sauces the salty, together. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. I'm, and I'm with you on salty, sweet. Okay. So we also have our favorite segments on the show. They wanted to know. I love the games. I just really love when we play games. Yeah, I like easy trivia. I like, like. I feel like it just gets so fun in studio. Blind karaoke. I like. My favorite too is when we used to do stuff outside of the studio. Like something would happen in studio, and be like we'd have to go out and do something. I loved those. Like when Lunchbox Fake proposed to me on Valentine's Day. Hilarious. We all should do more of that. <laughs> Come up with it. Well, I, I, I. We prepped them, but it's just harder and harder. I think to deal with like. Uh, trying to get to places and mm-hmm. organize things for yeah. timing purposes of like being live on air. I came across a video the other day of that time that I went to Vanderbilt to the gym that and shot the free throws. Mm-hmm. Um, See, that stuff's all fun to me. I don't, it's, we also haven't had like our driving competition yet. That's supposed to happen. I just love this stuff when we like, it starts in studio, something happens. And then it's like some competition or crazy thing has to happen out in the wild. I love those. Yeah, I think they're unpredictable. Yeah, I would say the unpredictable stuff sometimes mm-hmm. is what is the most fun. Yeah. Um, and whether that's out and about or in the studio, if something organically comes up. And now if a segment is happening, we're all hearing it organically for the first time because somebody on the show has prepped it. But Mike D and Bobby and Scuba are likely the only ones. And then maybe Ray, if there's audio involved and mm-hmm. Ray has to know about that. But we don't know what's coming when it's coming. So it is an organic conversation surrounding yep. whatever topic comes up. But sometimes stuff just comes out of nowhere because of something else that was being talked about. And I love those moments. Yes. The, the unpredictable stuff yeah. is very much like where the sweet spot is of good things. Okay. So we also, speaking of, we were, we were talking about our hair care routines, but people really wanted to know our skincare and our fitness routines, which I do feel like we talked a little bit about fitness. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, to each individual, just I've really learned to listen to like what I want to do. I used to yeah, do hot yoga all the time. And then I realized I don't know that my body really likes that all the time. Is it good for me sometimes? Yes. Um, And so I mostly work out at 
home now a lot of it is hiking i'll go to the park or i'll do some toning at home like with my little people make fun of me because i have my three pound dumbbells and my one and a half pound ankle weights <laughs> i have seen you walking around in ankle weights before. and that you know um <laughs> but i just like to do like you. little pulses and um i love tracy anderson type workouts there's free ones on youtube um but also i love that i feel okay with not working out yeah. too um but i do think it's a huge part of mental health if you're able to do it and um i i want to take care of my brain and my heart and all the things so i feel like a pendulum swung of how i used to work out and then i sort of rebelled and was like okay i'm not going to do any of that i'm just going to chill and now i'm finding my balance where it's evening out where it's like okay what in do between. I feel like today? And sometimes it looks like basketball with the kids or throwing the softball with Stashira, which is working out because sometimes she'll throw it and I can't catch it and I <laughs> have to run and chase the ball. So that is fair. That is fair. You know, I do feel like I also hit that. I was working out really, really hard and I love boxing. I still love boxing. But I think I hit a point where my body was so tired all the time. Like, you know, how workout like working out is really supposed to rejuvenate you and kind of make you feel better. I was even more tired from working out. Like my body was saying, okay, like you're going a little too hard. And I kind of looked at it and I was like, I am going really hard. And why am I going really hard? Like what, what's the purpose? I, I'm not training for anything. There's nothing like at the end of this. I was just working out hard. And so I got class pass, which like now I just go basically whatever I'm feeling that day. I still have a Planet Fitness membership if I want to go like lift weights. And I do hot yoga. I've done um, bar classes. <laughs> I've done Pilates. I like, and I do, I go to the seven minutes place, which is really awesome. I've just like basically, and, and I have more rest days now than I ever used to have. It used to be like, I have to work out every single day. And if I missed the workout, I was really sad. Mostly because I didn't like, my body just felt like I needed it kind of thing. Um, but now it's like, okay, I, I don't have to work out today. And now I just, in, whatever workout I want to do today, I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to go do because it sounds fun. And so I'm doing things that make me feel strong and make me feel happy and healthy while also giving me the things that I need to be like a healthy human being while also not exhausting myself from going really hard. Yeah, that's good. You have that gym. awareness, <laughs> that awareness of like, okay, why am I doing this? And how is this really making me feel? Yeah, you're right. It should um, fill us up. It shouldn't feel like um, torture. Um, and it should no. be something enjoyable. And I still loved it while all of that was happening, but I could tell my body was getting exhausted. Like it was trying I to I keep told up myself. With me. I loved it, but oh. so I, I used to tell I used to tell myself I loved kale. I won't eat kale ever right now. Like you yeah. couldn't. I but I am pretty sure that was my nickname around here for years. Was like kale. There's you know Amy <laughs> Kale Brown. Like I was always about all about kale and. um that pendulum swung and I'm still over there. And now I'm like, if I, if I have an option to get a kale salad, let's say I do want a salad, I'm going to get, I don't even know, a mixed greens, a Caesar, a romaine or something. But because I had in my head, I have to have the kale or else. Cause this is like got the most nutrients or most, but ugh, I, to me, I don't like it at yeah. all, but I'm glad I now have that awareness of like, I told myself, I convinced myself that I loved kale is my point. Yeah. And now I have the awareness that I actually do not like kale and that is okay. I can get <laughs> whatever vitamins and minerals and nutrients 
I was, you know, justifying my kale love for in, in other things. Yes, you definitely can. And that's true, though. I do think we convince ourselves sometimes that we love certain things. I think that's just kind of part of the human experience. Yeah. And you kind of have to come out of it. Mm-hmm. So I did have that. Like, I, I really thought I loved going hard. And I did at a big time in my life when I was an athlete, I did love going hard. But once I had like the realization of like, what am, what am I doing this for? <laughs> I'm not training for a marathon. There's no like end goal here. I was just training really hard. That's so. another thing. Like I don't like to run and I'm, I've done a marathon. I used to think, I used to really think that I loved running. And I do think I could have loved it at one point in time and then maybe I changed. But yeah. now I'm like, I don't know. What was my motive? Was it because I really enjoyed it. Like, I don't think I'm going to look back 10 years from now and be like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe, I can't believe I used to hike. I, hiking it's just, just that's just not my thing no I feel like I I now know what I enjoy and find that to be something that rejuvenates me yeah makes me, you feel good makes me feel good so ah, we're getting there we're, we're getting there it's like you said we're on the pendulum mm-hmm. the pendulum of it will life. swing yeah <laughs> are you still searching for your perfect place to call home well now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's HealthLock.com. So we... uh want to touch on skincare really quick before we dive into like the last part of this um 
Uh, skincare, I'm <laughs> I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to a lot of things. I wash my face. I use micellular water. I think that's how you say that. Do you know what that is? I know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not the... sure if I, I said that right. Mm-hmm. But micellular water to take off my makeup. I wash my face. I put on some lip mask. We use the same. Amy and I use the same lip mask. Oh, I have it in um, my bag right now. Yeah. The Laneige. Yes. Whatever. It's amazing. Mask. I sleep in that. And then uh, I also put some stuff like uh, just hydrating stuff around my eyes. But that's really. And then, oh, the one thing I have been doing that has genuinely helped me. So if you are in your early 20s or you are a teenager listening to this, or you are a mom of a teenager or dad or whatever, make them wear sunscreen every single day on their face, in their neck, every single day, under makeup. I have worn sunscreen on my face and under my, and on my neck basically since I was 15 years old. Oh, wow. Because my mom taught me, because she had gotten skin cancer on her lip, and she was like, you are never leaving the house without sunscreen. You have to wear this. And basically like gave me a really good product that I still use to this day, and I wear it under my makeup all the time. So that's like the main part of my skincare routine that I think has helped me be where I'm at right now at 30. Yeah, I the I was going to spell it for people because of the water that you use to remove your makeup. M-I-C-E-L-L-A-R. Yeah, I, don't, I think I don't it's know my cellular water. My cellular, I don't my know. Cellar? <laughs> but it is good a lot to do that as a pre-face wash. You'll save on your actual face wash, yeah. like how much you actually have to use. The brand that I use is the Bioderma. Me too. Um, yeah. And you can order it on Amazon. And then that will help you save on your cleanser. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty consistent with my morning and nighttime routine. Like I, I know in my twenties, I would definitely go to bed with my makeup still on that. Like, I don't even know that I'd be able to sleep well if I just... <laughs> I would be thinking about it too much. Like, get up, wash your Have face. You ever, Gotta get like, up and wash your face. Accidentally, now as an adult, like you're so tired, you fell asleep with your makeup on, and you no. woke up and you're like, "Holy crap!" No, because I'm not. I can't go to sleep. Maybe it's because I, I still go. have my my. I'm, I'm coming out of my little drunken night. Still, it happened oh, yeah. to me one drunken night, and I woke <laughs> up and I was like, mm, "Yeah, that doesn't feel good." But see, I have to <laughs> sleep with a mouth guard, and I have all these steps that are part. Of, like, I don't fall asleep because I'm like. <gasps> My mouth guard. Like there's too many things that pop into my head that I have to do that Maybe. come with being 42 that I just am like, oh, my mouth guard. Oh, I go and I want to floss my teeth and then I put my mouth guard and I want my night creams. And <laughs> I and that's a good thing. And you should do that. I'm also going to warn you that maybe when you start dating and you do uh, start really dating somebody, it get, it it's just a little weird when it first starts happening and you may have somebody stay over for the first time. You're like, dang, I have this whole routine I have to do. And it's like this whole situation. Just be prepared for that. coming. Well, I have a mouth guard. It's always, it's always the first night that's so weird. And then it's fine. It's just the first time that Mm -hmm. happens. Just know that it's all, I always, that's like something I, I always anticipate, like anxiously anticipate when I start dating somebody, not in a bad way. It's just more like your routine and their routine. And they're about to collide for the first time. And especially as more steps get added in to like the nighttime routine, and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to like At first you come across as so low maintenance. And then once they really get to know you, you're like, well, there's really 18 yeah, steps, uh-huh, but it's uh-huh. fine. This is what's going to happen. So just a, a heads up. Uh, so I start getting ready for bed at 5 p.m. <laughs> they're going to be like, what is happening? And guys, like they're in there for like two seconds. That doesn't help. OK, so. Just I'm just more preparing you for that situation to come. Got it. That for the first time will be very awkward. Noted. Um, but tell your tell your skincare kind of routine real quick. <laughs> um, I I really 
have been a loyal user of Zio for the last, you know, several years. Um, it's by the, I can't. Zio, oh. like Z-I-O? No, Z-O. Oh, like just Z-O. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. There, I've slowly added to the products that I use, but um, I also, for a gentle cleanser, CeraVe from mm. the drugstore. So I'll do the the water whatever, however we decided you say that, the the bioderm, micellular water (laughs) to remove my makeup. And then I'll do um, the CeraVe Gentle Foaming Cleanser. It's a white bottle with like a teal greenish top. And then I'll go into my ZO products. Like, and so, but everybody's skin is so different that what I use may not work. Also the snail snuff I know is involved. Is that every night? The Biopel snail serum. I don't do it every night. It's more of a treatment. I, I've started to save it. And if I wear it, I do it during the day because I like the glow or like if I have an event, I'll put it on before that under my makeup. Okay. Um, and yeah, that has helped immediate texture and fine lines in my skin. But they do, it's like a 10 day treatment. So okay, it, it's, Amazon will sometimes put it on sale. I don't always know when, but when I see it on sale, I try to post it on my Instagram because I'm like, Amazon has this on sale. I don't know how long, but <laughs> snag a few because it's, you know, 30% off or something. Yeah. And because it's, a, you know, a treatment, it's like a 10 day at home treatment. Or you could save the 10 uh, little tube thingies, ampules is what they're called, that have the snail secretion, <laughs> snail stuff in them. So um, <laughs> and these snails... I found this video of them and apparently they live a really good life. I hope that they, that's listen, true. Listen, they better be. They better be They're living like a good life. They're like eating a really good, they eat better than I do and they live in this little greenhouse. So no snails are harmed in the process, but it will make your skin feel amazing. I will be say that some listeners have been like, oh my gosh, this stuff's amazing. I've ordered it a few times. I love it. And then I've seen some listeners where they're like, I didn't really see... Mm. a difference so because everybody's skin's different yeah so so you just maybe need to try it for yourself if you want to but if you do try it check amazon to see if it's on sale and it's the tensage 40 is what you're looking for the biopel tensage 40 it doesn't say snail stuff (laughs) i mean in the description it'll (laughs) talk about change it to snail stuff i I, right i'm like we should just call this snail stuff and that's what that's what i do when i see it on sale but then biopel from their website I'm 99.9% sure. I had a code earlier this year and it was happy. Happy. It, it I would still work. I would go see if it still works. <laughs> like I because that I think will save you at least 20 or 25 or something percent if you wanted to try it. I don't know. Okay. I do love their radiance. I use their eye cream. It's a it's the or it's called the Tensage Radiance, I think, eye cream. And it has, I love it's tinted. Yeah. So it has you know, a little bit of a tint to it and a little bit of a sheen. So, and it says on their website or even on Amazon to use that one during the day, but I use it day and night. I'm not going to have two different eye creams. That's not happening. You know what I, I, so I, (laughs) you reminded me of this as you're talking about your, the products that you have. Have you heard of the Yuka app? Mm -mm. Y-U-K? Don't get it because it it'll, it'll drive yourself crazy. But I went on like a spree at one point because I've heard about it, and it's basically like you can scan barcodes of anything, products, groceries, whatever, and it'll tell you if it's like basically if it's good or bad, like as far as the ingredients go. And like basically everything I use is bad, like just bad. Oh yeah, don't 
Don't do that. No, That'll drive you crazy. Yeah. So I, but but I was I, thinking, I was like, huh, I wonder if this is good. And I don't want to look because. I can sad. appreciate, you know, trying to figure out, yeah, what is being put either into your body or on your body. I mean, your skin is absorbing. It is. All and of that. I, like, and it's going straight into your body. So <laughs> eventually I'll get there. But like just looking at it from like a overarching and being like, holy crap, I basically have to change every product that I use. This is horrible. Yeah. And very it's overwhelming. D- overwhelming. So you could just maybe go a product at a time. Maybe the next time you're out of something, if you want to yes. try to replace it with something else, I, but I don't know. That's a lot of work to find something you love. But I'm not going to look at that up. Yeah, like, I'm good. <laughs> but it's just more informative if anybody has a reason to be aware of ingredients or you're allergic to things. It is a really cool app for that reason to help you understand what's in products. Mm-hmm. But you're reminding me of that as you're talking about the the long name for the sales. No, oh, Tensage 40. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for my tinted moisturizer it has spf 45 and i think it also has zinc in it which i think is good for you know protecting your skin but i use intellishade the the company is revision and i use original they have a matte and original but i kind of like that dewy look i don't like yeah. the matte matte look but some people if you have really oily skin the matte might be a better option but it's all um they may have different shades. I don't know the original one I get. And then, but like you and I, we have different skin tone, but we could both use that same one and it'll just, it's that thing where it adapts to your skin. Yeah. You know? Like okay. it looks a certain mm-hmm. color, but then once you blend it all in, which yeah, I use lipsticks like that, too. I use a, um, a beauty blender to get it because otherwise it looks a little cakey. Um, but if I just wet my beauty blender and then dry it out with a towel and then I apply it with basically my damp beauty blender okay beauty blender is my best friend these are pro tips like i that helps everything i think look blended and still give you like a dewy look yeah okay which is what i like some people don't like that no but yours looks really good and people ask oh thanks so that's why we're sharing (laughs) we are going to tie a pretty little bow on this we had shenandoah shenandoah (laughs) shenandoah what you know you said that on air too you said how do you say their name Shenandoah. Shenandoah. Yeah, but that's I fine. I think it's just because I emphasize A's. I, apparently, I also have crispy R's. Oh. Well, I have, have you heard sh- about those? S's like, and I can't say R's and W's, so you're fine. I just remember when you were teasing that they were on the show, you literally yeah. said Shenandoah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I do that a lot. Um, so Shenandoah, did I say it right that time? Yep. Okay. They were on the show, and that was really a really good interview hearing from them of why they split up, what that happened, what that looked like. Um, and of course, talking about a lot of their big hits. And then we also had some listeners stop by the studio because they dropped a little note in Amy's lap while we were on the plane to Las Vegas. Very cool. Which was an awesome moment. Mm-hmm. And we had blind karaoke happen of like random 90s songs. Well, 90s, to early 2000s, somewhere in that category of uh and it was pure chaos you will not expect the results i don't feel like of, the, of that one um but to, to tie a pretty bow on the last thing that we're gonna we're gonna talk about here is a listener asked and i think it's perfect because kind of all of these things have negative and positive things in them the best way to transition from negative to positive thinking and i think this is a really hard one. Oh, i yeah well i'll tell you what i do let's you do know? it oh let's it's it. gratitude you do your, oh, your gratitude journal, right? Yeah, or just gratitude, yeah, a gratitude yeah. journal. Uh, you can write it down or just gratitude in my head or start thinking of things immediately that I'm thankful for. Does That's, it, does that it, is, do you feel the change pretty quickly when you start doing that? Or did you, did you feel like it was a gradual? 
I setting mean, expectations here. I feel like, it, and also the, the gratitude, sometimes people are like, I don't really know how to journal or practice gratitude or that feels overwhelming, but it can be the simplest of things. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. And I would just start, sometimes I just start looking around and start naming things that I'm thankful for. And sometimes I may name the same thing over and over and over, but it's sort of just to get my brain. If I'm in a negative space, yeah, I can, I can now get out of it. I won't say super fast all the time, but much faster than I used to be. Okay. And I think that's because I've exercised it. So yeah, the more we, we do that, then hopefully the easier we can get. And for me, I know at this point, negativity brings on more negativity. So, Mm -hmm. okay. How long do I want to be stuck in this? Like, do I want to be the victim here to whatever the circumstance is, or do I want to, to move on? And that's also what I have to remind myself. Yeah, no, and I feel like that's that's very similar to the gratitude part is not. I wish I practiced gratitude better, but I am pretty good can. about I, I I know, but I mean like just in general right now, yeah, I yeah, wish yeah. I have you, done gonna, it more. You yeah, you um I am pretty good about just doing it in general, like in life. I'm like, oh I'm really thankful for that. Like in the moment. I wish I was more intentional about it. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of it. But the thing that I've realized that I do is I will if something is really bothering me, like it's a negative thought in my mind, I'll write it down and I give myself five minutes. And I'm like, I deal with it for five minutes. I'm like, okay, this is what's happening. This is how I feel about it. This really sucks or whatever. And I kind of walk away from it. I might go on a walk or I might come back. And I come back to whatever that negative thought is. And if I look at that negative thought and I'm like, I don't even remember what that was about. Or why does that bother me so much? And I, and I start to think of it like, this isn't going to matter at the end of the day. This isn't going to matter to me in five years. Why, is, why am I getting so worked up about it right now? I look at it from a perspective of like, if it is something that's going to bother me enough in five years, like it is so impactful that this is really going to hurt and come back in five years, then I will sit with it and I will deal with it. And it's a negative feeling that's worth addressing and understanding. But if it's not, if it's not something in even a year from now or five years from now that I'm probably going to remember, then it almost like turns my brain into thinking, why, why are you caring about it right now? If you're not going to care about it, then why do you care about it right now? So it it at least negates a lot of the short-term negative things that just pop up. Like if you're dealing with, whether it's negative body image or negativity in dating, like loneliness. I do that a lot where I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get married. And I'm like, you know, what? in five years, I'm probably not going to be thinking that. I'm probably going to be a very different space in my life. I got to let that one go. So depending well, on you the know, thought. you don't mean never because then no. it's like using those such definitive words. Yes. And or, so it's, it, it allows me to think more bigger picture instead of right there in that moment. Cause our negative things always happen very in the moment. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking bigger picture. You're not thinking logically. You're thinking yeah. like with a very emotional brain and doing that makes me think with a logical brain. Right. I do sense. that with that's yeah. I think that that's a really great tip and I will sort things out with a list of the facts. Mm hmm. What are the facts of this? So the data and then versus the drama. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to make sure I can differentiate those two. Because the drama is always typically what brings on the negative emotions, (laughs) the everything associated with the hard part of it. The stories that you're making up. Yes. Like, okay, how do I know that this is true? What do I know? What are the facts that I know in this moment? And that's all that I can Mm -hmm. focus on because otherwise you're, yeah, you're making up all kinds of scenarios that... Could they potentially maybe be true? Okay. Yes. But yeah, you don't know. That's not a fact. Mm-hmm. 
So you have no data. When I'm realizing like all these three things kind of that we're talking about, the overarching is that it's forcing you to live in the present. And when you live in the present, it's very hard for anxiety, thoughts of a lot of negative things to creep in because you're living so much in the present. Speaking of like gratitude, you're thinking of what you're grateful for now, what's happening. You're, you know, when I'm talking about, is it going to matter five years from now? No, let's focus on this moment what you just talked about. Like it's all it's all forcing you to kind of basically force yourself to be in the present, which when you are in the present moment, it's really hard for future and past things to cause you the feelings that negativity and anxiety bring on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the overarching thing, but to get to that, to feel that present moment, these are some things that you can do. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. We really did tie a pretty bow on it. It was not intentional because most of the time it's not a pretty bow. It's normally like really messy and kind of jagged, but... We got the bow. We did get the bow. Okay. We got to go answer some questions though. So we got to okay. jump out of this and move on to part three. But y'all, Amy, make sure you tell the people real quick before we jump out of it, where they can hear you, why they should hear you there too. Like give a little speech about your podcast. Four Things with Amy Brown is uh, the name of my podcast. And it's really a it's a variety of things. Uh, at times it has leaned a little bit more kind of the stuff we were just <laughs> talking about. I think some listeners are like, okay, I'm not here for therapy, but I have friends and guests on that are opening up and willing to get vulnerable and share things like that, that maybe could help people through certain seasons of life. But also we talk about lighthearted things. This week, my friend Haley had a really, this isn't lighthearted, but it kind of was. <laughs> we were talking about it in a funny way it wasn't serious but it also was a PSA of how we cannot behave because she was terrorized in her own home by a teenage neighborhood prank and now oh, she this on her Instagram. literally can't mm-hmm. like sleep at night and these kids thought they were doing something innocent and it's like okay we were sort of like what happened in the days of just like toilet papering somebody's <laughs> house or something um but they went i mean they went above and beyond and did something that was very 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 scary. And what's funny is she's an Enneagram eight, so she wasn't going to let it go. So the title of the mm. episode or one of the first parts of the title is don't mess with the Enneagram eight because she's going to figure out who you are. And her husband's a I lawyer. Feel I feel bad. And um, so she, yeah, she had called 911. I mean, she literally feared for her life. She didn't know it was teenage boys at the time until she looked at her camera footage. Camera footage. So when she's calling 911, she thinks it's something else. So crazy. And then police came and then they had the footage and then she took to Instagram and she was a little detective and used like certain clues. They had their faces were covered with shirts wrapped around their head. But one guy had his face covered with his eyes cut out that seeing that at your house is always scary. That, yeah, that anything instantly with face equals covers like is danger. Yeah. And there was multiple boys. Um, but one of the boys wrapped his face in a shirt that was, you know, some very exclusive small camp in a certain part of the country that not many people go to. And so she did her detective work and, um, Hey, never put it past a woman who can do some mm -hmm. detective work with social media. No, it was like one little, and she got it from like one little graphic on the shirt that she's like, what's that logo? And then she starts researching it and it's like someplace in, I don't know, not even near here. Um, I don't want to say the place just in case I don't want to, these kids, I mean, they're just making poor choices, but I think, what Haley and I were talking about as parents too is just sitting down and talking to our kids about okay what is a prank and what's not and how do we want to show up for people and um especially in our neighborhood or not in our neighborhood and why would we want to instill fear and yeah. or put fear in 
in a home and she's got two young girls. And so we talk about that, but then we also talk about funny things in the episode too. So back to four things, it really can look like a lot of different a spectrum of things. things. So you can, you know, some episodes might be exactly what you needed and then others, who knows? But my hope is that you'll always take away a little nugget of something. Um, I like it. I yeah. like little nuggets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. another little nugget you can go do is go follow the Bobby Bunch show on all the good stuff. So there's that. And for now, you can either go listen to part two, Best Bitch, which is, <laughs> that did not sound Best right. Bits. Best Bits, which is coming up in just a second, part two, or you can skip it and come join us over at part three listener Q&A. <laughs> The Bobby Bones Show. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.